Hi there, and welcome to another episode of Rainbow Tapes. I am your host, Liam Koji, and I am here with uh, my friend Miguel, whose name I'm actually going to say properly this time. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hi, Liam. Good to be here. Although I did, stru- I did struggle for a while with your, fir- with your like first first name. Are we going back to that, are we? Um, yes, yes, yeah. I. Um... <laughs> but Miguel, Miguel, Miguel is easier. See, it's easier on the lips. Yes. I mean, Miguel is also... So the reason that I struggle with Jose is that I... Portuguese. It's foreign yeah. to me. Yeah. I'm from LA. We're, we're Spanish speaking here. Yeah, you are. You are. Some of you. So I'm used to a Spanish Jose. Uh, Jose, yeah. Jose yeah. would be the Spanish version, but yeah, Jose is the Portuguese version, Brazilian version. Also, I'm glad that you so. finally said it in front of me because I also did not know how hard the J should be. If really? it should be like Jose or Jose, like sort of, yeah. you know, how, yeah. Because yeah. <clears throat> um, again, I know nothing about Portuguese. Well, it's never I too late. Like I should. Get Duolingo out and start learning something. But you just speak Spanish. Yeah, I mean, uh, actually, how many, how many languages do you speak? I speak one and a half. Well, but that's all right. That's better than one. I'm conversation. I'm like conversational in French, but only when I'm rolling. Yeah, there you go. That's is that, is that one in three quarters or? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm working on my French, and then nice. also I'm slowly like trying to use music to learn Korean. Yes. Yeah. I know. I know. That's your genre. That that's that's your, the music that you really like generally. Mm. No, I mean, it's I think it is. sort of what I engage with the most because there is the most content to engage with. Okay. Um, so it's, uh, you know... Oh, hang on. Sorry to interrupt you, but have you seen this? You have to, to, to explain to your listeners what this is. <gasps> Ooh. That's it. I'm so jealous that you're going to see Blackpink. Um, I know. I was going to ask you about them. Bla- but please tell everyone. I missed Blackpink in 2019. But oh my god, that's yeah. so, you're gonna have so much fun. I need to go back to Coachella eventually. Yeah. But I'm sort of in a weird, precarious financial situation at the moment while I'm trying, where I'm like trying to figure some shit out. And it's not just that. Um, I mean, and let's let's not let's not lie ourselves here. It's they're really expensive. I mean, I paid monthly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't even pay one go. I didn't want to. Um. But yeah, it's ridiculous how much you pay for a festival. But I'm looking forward to yeah. it. Yeah. Nevertheless. Which I might, I'm thinking of doing hard festival this year, yeah. hard summer, um, because that's also like more my energy. I, I mean, I'm a party boy. Let's be mm-hmm. completely fucking honest about this. Mm-hmm. You are. Um, and you know, with Coachella, like it's a lot of artists that I really want to go to, but it's also overrun with people who just like aren't super into music and are there for the scene of it all. I don't I think don't... I don't think you should uh, I don't think people should go to Coachella w- w- waiting for the perfect lineup because that will never happen in Coachella in my opinion. No. I think uh, the, the I mean, experience this is... is just the desert going to the desert having you know it's it's a glam kind of festival. Yeah, you're right. It's not necessarily like a ravey kind of festival or because um, Glastonbury in, in the UK to me has attracts a, a way even Mighty Hoopla attracts to me a more attractive lineup. I don't know if you've heard I... of Mighty Hoopla. I, I've, of course, I've heard of Mighty Hoopla. Um, but, I mean, one of my dreams is to go to Glastonbury. Yeah. It's easy to um, find gold than to get a ticket. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because so, some people have, like, three laptops and, and their phones to try to get one ticket. I get what I want. I'm sure you do. It's who you know, right? Um, what? <laughs> yes. Um... But who are the headliners for Coachella this year? Um, I know Blackpink is the Saturday headliner. Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean. I mean, good. Go- I, this is a really fucking solid lineup. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's Rosalia. Yeah. Do you like Labyrinth. her? I fucking love Rosalia. Yeah. The gays love her. Um, and I mean, York is there. I mean, that's. <gasps> Sure and not just, I know. Sometimes I forget because I, I, it's so surreal. I, I want to see her. She's one of them that I really want to be there. But not just her. Blondie are going to be there. What the hell? I know. Um, and uh, oh, Muna. Although Muna, low key, was really boring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
but I mean, they were also they also had the misfortune of following years and years. What do you mean? They also had the misfortune misfortune of coming going on after years and years. Tell me, tell me what Pride, happened. Or before. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just sort of how are you going to stack up to all the to all these energy? <laughs> oh, is that? Oh, oh, hang on. Give me like a background. So, what happened between that artist and years and years? <clears throat> like they were one followed the other. Muna. Oh, really? Yeah. So we saw. So, yeah, I got to see Muna and Years and Years at Pride last year. It was very exciting. Oh, okay, that's what um, happened. Right, right. And then I was really upset about missing Anita at LA Pride because I had only done WeHo Pride, and WeHo Pride was sort of a fluke. Um, yeah. Then I got to see her for free at an Amazon Music thing in Hollywood at on um, on a uh, at Studio Red, which is yeah. where also Brad Pitt's film production uh, company is mm-hmm. based. Um, and it was a more intimate setting where she went through, she performed all the hits. and just like one like You're a fan. run through You're like a fan one of go of it. I like her music. I fucking love Anita. Do you like Brazilian um, music? I like Anita. Um, Do you I like, like Pablo pa- Vitar? I was going to ask you. He's coming to Manchester yeah. Pride this year. I know. That's going to be really fun. Um, I know. I've not bought the tickets yet, but I, I think I might. I went last year. and It's always a good uh, a good Pride to go to. But yeah, he's going to be there. But then again, I'm not attracted yeah. to the, the other singers from Manchester Pride just yet. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, so Pablo, Pablo is a conundrum for me because low key, not the best voice. I know, but then again, you don't have to have the best voice anymore. No. no. These days, I love, I love her and her song with yeah. Rita, with uh, Rina Sawayama. Let me let me search for that, Pablo. <clears throat> I've been listening to to her music a lot lately, but the Portuguese ones. Um, which. Yeah. Um, Do you know Descontrolada? What? Descontrolada by Pablo Vitar. It's a new one. Oh. Um, I need to look at it. Send it to you. Um, look it up. But um, but speaking of Rina Sawayama, did you listen to her song off of the uh, John Wick soundtrack, Eye for an Eye? No, I didn't. Is it good? Um. Yeah. It feels very. It feels very, um, it feels like it could have been off of Sawayama, her first album. Okay. Um, it's like more sort of the early 2000s, like Britney pop, like sort of verging on yeah. sort of rocky vibes. Um, okay. That's, it's that's like very that. Definitely something that I would definitely listen to. I look um, because, like, also, like, Rina is one of my favorite artists. I know. I love her. I'm aware. I remember you, you know mentioning what? it. She's a queer Japanese Londoner, which is what I am in my mind. So. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm a really big fan of hers. I. Yeah. But. Um, is, that the one, is that the one who sings Ordinary Superstar? Because that's my favorite. Ordinary Superstar? Yeah. It's one of the er- earlier ones. Maybe. I don't know her. Uh... It's not that... that, this, that this song that I just... It is. Yeah, she it is. is. It's not that popular, that but was it's my favorite. That was off the same EP as Cherry, I think. Yeah, I know the album was successful, but uh, the song was not so much. But that's my favorite. Um, Cherry... So Cherry is the song that I like... Where I discovered Rina. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and I mean, like her last album, um, I don't know what it was, was it called Hold the Girl? I don't remember what the last album was called. <laughs> um, yeah, Hold the Girl. Oh, she also has a remix of, uh, Comme des Garçons with, uh, Pablo. Comme des Garçons, yeah. Oh, the shit. Um, Pablo, Pablo, you know, I, I do like, I love her, um, she has, a, uh, she sings in a remix in the Marina, you know Marina? Of course no. you do. Uh, so she has uh, a man's world. So she sings in in that remix. 
in the remix of I that remember song, that. Man's World. Um, but also the uh, the remix that Pablo is on of Comme des Garçons, mm-hmm. um, the Bravo, Brabo, yeah. is giving 4am at Ostrinov in 2019 vibes. <laughs> you love your music, don't you? <laughs> I do. And like, it just feels very like industrial, but also verging on just like noise. <laughs> do you know what? If the vibe is there, so be it. Yeah, that's like 4 a.m. You're rolling your tits off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Before Ostrinov became insufferable. Um, so have you been listening to a lot of new songs lately? I have. Um, right now, like my biggest obsession is a song called Kitsch by Ive. Tell me. Objectively, it's questionable. But I mean, it's fun. Why is it fun? Is it catchy? Do, 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 what kind of music is it? I don't think I'll listen to that one. It's K-pop. <laughs> there you go. You don't have to explain anything else. Um, And like, I mean, the hook is kitsch, 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 kitsch. <laughs> I mean, I've heard worse. <laughs> um, Urimani Jayodun... 19's kitsch it's like a song about like being different there you go right up your street yeah i am (laughs) i am i am different um no you stand out but yeah i mean this month was like for me dominated by like edm and Mm k-pop so like you know we have Kitsch, um, Young Dumb Stupid, Love Me Like This, or um, there's like one other one, and then there are also some like really weird samples. So there was, um, Mother by Megan Trainor. Yeah, Megan. Which I like that song. Am I wrong? Do you know she's being slammed for that song? I don't know why she's being, she's taking a lot of flack. I do. I mean, it's not my favorite Megan Trainor song, but I do like it. I think it's catchy. I, think I don't think fun. there's anything wrong with the song. To be honest, I don't, there's not a song that she releases that I go like, oh, I hate it. You know what I mean? And like, you know, Mother is a TikTok song, and you know why? Because know. that's where her success is coming from. Yeah, I know. Well, but, yeah. I mean, if, if you don't, if you make it on TikTok, you make it anywhere. Yeah, because like. You also have Made You Look, which is another Megan Trainor song yeah. that blew up on TikTok that then ended up going to the top 10 of the UK. I know. Um, that's how, that's how, well, know. look at uh, Bloody Mary, Lady Gaga. Yeah. It, it resurfaced like, on TikTok. Yeah. Which, I mean, the TikTok ban is coming in the US, so we'll see yeah. how that goes. I mean, let's talk about that. What, so, I mean, are you scared? No. You're not? Um, you think that's like fear mongering? I don't. No, um, I think China has a history of using tech as spyware. Mm-hmm. And even though the company TikTok is technically based in Singapore and the servers are in Singapore and in North America, um, it is still owned by ByteDance, um, which is a Chinese conglomerate and is still owned by a Chinese national. And so apps can really track any data on our phones. Don't they have their own and version of TikTok as well? I can't remember the name. ByteDance. Right. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> and so, you know, they can track all the data on our phones. And should, if and China could, if they wanted to, compel him to, show, to hand that data over. Mm-hmm. And so I do think that it would be safer for TikTok to operate outside of China as a foreign-based subsidiary. So what do you think is going to happen then without TikTok? Do you think the, the ban will be permanently or do you think they will eventually bring it back? Um, what I've heard is that I, the ultimatum is either divest or you're banned. Um, and, you know, like that divestment could look, you know, there are several ways that divestment could go. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the divide between like the average social media user and like cybersecurity people that I know on this issue is wild because I mean, there's like sort of a thing with a lot of social media users where they don't really see beyond themselves. And so they don't see beyond, beyond their enjoyment of the app to 
the legitimate national security concerns that TikTok raises for really all of us. I mean, let's not forget that we're shooting down fucking spy balloons from China. Eventually. I mean, it took, it took Biden a while. Anyway, let's not get too political, but well, yeah. yeah. Well, no, they, didn't, they couldn't shoot it down over the continental U.S. because... I guess, because of people. It could... Yeah. Yeah. Although it was floating over Montana. I don't think there are a whole lot of people in Montana. Um... <laughs> Yeah, but I also want to know what they were, what they thought they were surveilling over Montana. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, I think that I do think that there is a legitimate national security concern. I'm not sure if I love the bill that it's being attached to, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like nothing in the there's nothing in the bill. People are like crying about the surveillance and like you know stuff like that in the bill. Mm-hmm. It's like, girl, like the call is coming from inside the house. This is already happening. Yeah. This just codifies it, and at least you know what's going on now. There, There is a level of transparency. Because we are being surveilled at all times by any fucking government. Yeah, I mean, we as in the this... United States, yeah, I get it. And Well, well no, I mean, even... I, do you think the NSA still isn't monitoring abroad? Oh, no, that's what I was going to say. The United States also have the you know, bases everywhere in the world, so it, it's, it works both ways. Oh, yeah. It does work both ways, but I do think that the U.S. tends not to be the aggressor in most situations, mm-hmm. barring Iraq, um, which I think we can all look back on and say that 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 was a mistake. But also, the decision that we made was based on a bunch of lies being told to us by a president with interest in the oil reserves oil. in Iraq. Yeah, because also the Bushes were the ones who helped prop Saddam Hussein up. Like, let's be perfectly fucking honest about that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, the, 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 it's a fact. No, it's a known fact. Um, <clears throat> but you know, I don't. China, Russia, and North Korea are really the only three countries in the world that I truly sort of worry about. Everyone's worried about them. Everyone is because they're doing Cause like, nuclear arms and and how how um, how um, China and, and Russian relationships are very tight and. They try to portray it as to be diplomatic, but we can see it. Yeah. It's crystal and clear. Like, the thing about it is that, like, you know, you brought up the comparison to the U.S. and, their, and our practices. A, that's really any, you know, developed country that's doing those same things. But the U.S. has more of a presence in Europe and in East Asia because of uh, World War II. Do you we know what's scary to me? Didn't... Do you know what's scary to me? It's, I know we're talking about music, but what's scary to me is... People in the U.S. and I think there are polls now. I think over 60% of people no longer consider themselves um, a patriot in the, in the United States, and uh, the same thing goes to the U.K. People are losing faith in in the government. People are losing faith um, in the country in, in society, and I think it's because of this uh, cultural civil war, at least in America, that's happening with uh, be- between. I ideologies, um, conservatives and, and, and the liberals, I don't think, unless something drastic happens, um, I don't think there will be a common ground at, at any time soon. And the, the, the last um, sca- scapegoat is, uh, as you know, the, 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 the trans um, debate that's been going on. You know, there's a cultural w- war there, civil not, war. I, I think I it is. Hesitate. No. No? Because one side is trying to exist and the other one is trying to eradicate. But my, I'm, not, not I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not defending anyone. I'm just saying the point is there's, there's still a, a, a war between, between the, the two sides. No, because a war means that both sides are engaged. Both sides are... Mm-hmm. Um, Literally, the only. So you don't you don't think chance... you don't think um, the no. LGBTQ um, plus community is fighting against someone, as in defending Not... themselves against them, ourselves. They're against defending, someone. but there's a difference between defending themselves and. It's still a war. Engaging. That's still a war, though. No. No, it's not. I think oh. that calling it a war makes both sides equal. Both sides here are not equal. Got it. You're dealing with yeah, the I think yeah, no, I, I get what you mean. I think metaphorically, but, it, it gives you a, it gives you an image of both sides are equal and they're going to war. Yeah, got it. And also, it's an attack from the group in power, and so with like baseless and it's also not popular, which is also why it gives me sort of why it sort of like gives me faith. These positions are not popular. If you look at most polling. These are not issues that anybody cares about. Right. 
and I, you know, most people don't think that gay men and drag queens and trans men are pedophiles. Mm-hmm. Most people aren't okay with that rhetoric. Most people aren't okay with the fact that they banned abortion. Most people yeah. are not okay with like, most people support more gun control. More most people support like, mm-hmm. you know, when you're talking when you're talking about any of the positions that the far that a lot of Republicans in power are taking, those are not popular positions. Yeah. And that actually sort of gives me hope, like looking at some of the recent polling, looking at the reaction to Trump being indicted, looking at what's going on with the Dominion versus Fox case. Um, it does give me hope for the United States. I hope you're right. I hope you honestly, I, I do hope you're right. But I've noticed there's a pattern since uh, George Bush, not, not, um, not W the, the senior. So, you guys have always voted um, conservative and then Democrats. Conservative, Democrat. There's a pattern there. Have you noticed that? It's never the same same kind of party. So um, I, I hope you're right, but we'll see. You know, it, I I don't think that a Democrat that a Republican will ever be president again. Well, I don't well, think that the Republican Party right. is going to with no, because I don't think the Republican Party is going to withstand what's going on right now. We're having problems in our in the Democratic <clears throat> Party, but it's not to the same degree. I know, and um, and they and they used to be the ones to say that the, the the liberals were always fighting. There was cannibals within the same party, but <laughs> look who's laughing now. Well, because Nancy Pelosi gathers the fucking bitches. Um, because that is what Nancy Pelosi does. Well, Nancy Pelosi is a really good leader. Yeah. Whether you agree with what yeah. her politically, of course, she is one of the greatest leaders this country has ever seen. Um. But you know, it's just—it's honestly. I think. I mean, I hope. I hope you guys do well. Obviously, because I, I think if you do well, the world does well as well. I have one foot out the door already. Um, but You're going to Paris. Yeah. So I need to learn French. Um, yes. But so, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah. So like, you know, this. There is also Crying on the Dance Floor um, mm-hmm. by uh, Jonas Blue and Sam Felt, which, like, Jonas Blue does a lot of covers. Um, do you not like that? I do. It's fine. I enjoy them. Like, Fast Car, I still go back and revisit Fast Car a lot. <clears throat> um, yeah, I do like but, that. But, uh, and they sample, uh, they were sampling, um, Sampling, uh, oh god, better off alone, which I associate yeah. like, oh yeah, I've heard. I associate it. that with London, yeah. So like, better off alone, like I associate it just like clubbing in London because it's like better off alone, Mr. Operator, and uh, there's one other song and I can't remember it and I had to dance to it all fucking day when I did pa- Pam and Tommy. Um, oh, be my lover. Like oh, those boo- are like the three uh, songs. La- La- that I hear. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the three songs that I, without fail, hear when I'm out in London. I know, I know. It's it's the classics. No matter where you're from, no matter how old you are, you 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 know that song because they're always playing it on a night out. Yeah. Not here. No, 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 you told me that before. Because we're uncultured swine. Um, (laughs) But you know, I you know, and then Young Dumb Stupid by Unmix. They sampled Mm -hmm. fucking Frere Jaca. Have you noticed that all of all of these songs now? We do like them, but all of these songs are always sample or the, um, all, all these uh, classics. <clears throat> Let's say you know Bibi Rich, uh, Richer and what's his name, David Guetta. Yeah. I mean, I love that song. It's my go-to song when I when I'm working out. But yeah, it's heavily <laughs> influenced by Eiffel 65, isn't it? Yeah, I think that this song. I think, well, David Guetta in particular sort of pushes the boundaries of what we could consider a sample. Yeah, he does. Uh, <laughs> You're not joking there. <laughs> but I think that it is sort of playing on the sort of nostalgia that, we're ha- that we have in the Western world right now. Yeah. Um, things are sort of going shitty, and so we're all thinking back to, like, better times. Oh, so do you think there's a psychological um, element of it? Because I think that, that, that makes uh, total sense to me. And it's like, it definitely is sort of, um, it's sort of a societal situation. Yeah. Um, and I think that we're just all having, (laughs) having a shared, um, nervous break right now. Um, 
but, uh, no, so I think that, uh, yeah, so there are a lot of, there are a lot of samples happening right now, but, I mean, I'd rather it be, like, a direct sample than, like, similar vibes being repackaged as something different. Like, just do what you're doing and do what I you are. Know. Are you going to talk about Beyonce again? No, because Beyonce, like... Okay, so, controversial opinion. I don't think that Beyonce sampled Show Me Love on, uh... Show Me Love on, uh... Yeah, Break My Soul. Break My Soul. Yeah. I don't hear the sample. No, I think there's a similar energy. It's a similar energy, but that's just Steve House. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Because let's say, for example, you know, in the noughties, in two thousands, when people, when songs always began with a guitar, with like an acoustic yeah. guitar, it's the same kind of uh, example. Uh, but no, I think it's. But the baseline is different. Yeah. Well, but it's it, it's not copying not the that... song. She's just like paying homage. They go to the nineties. No, but then she like credited her paid her and everything which i mean like she didn't want to be sued she didn't want to be sued like like khalees she no, had to remove something from a song because khalees yeah, was really she, upset she wouldn't have been sued um well no so she wasn't i don't think she was sued by khalees no 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 but khalees came think, out and uh, she she removed the sample the she removed sample. the sample but why, because why, though? Happy why? With it. why because so they had like the proper rights to it but pharrell and uh chad hugo had screwed her over yeah had screwed Khalees over on royalties <laughs> mm-hmm. and so she was upset that the song was featured and she wasn't getting anything for it no i remember why, why she beyonce... was upset but i'm not but, but is that what but, so you think beyonce removed it because she wanted to be ethical yeah because she wanted to support it's a bad look when like half of your it's a bad when, image like, your yeah. brand is yeah when your brand is like predicated on feminism mm. and being pro-black um upsetting a black woman yeah again again that, that would make sense to me as well but who knows why she did it um but yeah but uh yeah no um but i don't think she also just real quick on beyonce everyone was like upset that she didn't win album of the year sis knows how to win album of the year she is not doing it she knows what she needs to do and she is not doing it she doesn't care. You told me this, which is don't don't collaborate with a lot of artists, right? Yeah, if yeah. she wanted You were right. Gram- I remember you t- an album of the year. We recorded the Grammys episode yeah. and you said that straight away. You said that no matter no matter who it is, you know, the many no, the most producers or whomever you have working yeah. with your collaborators, the least chances you have to, to win the album of the year. Why is yes. that though? Um I think that it is a bit they do have a little bit of an antiquated thought behind it um because they think that if you're collaborating with that many artists you're not like a great artist yourself mm-hmm. um whereas you know to me and to most people collaborators bring different elements into a song and so you get a more dynamic track and you get a more dynamic album okay um but you know i was surprised that randy carlisle didn't win um i was surprised that they gave it to harry which, I mean, like, Harry, like, that album was, like, the album of 2022. Were you surprised? Uh, and as it was... What? Were you surprised? No. No, no, that's what I said. Yeah, no, I wasn't either. I knew it was going to be um, him. I I thought it would either be him or uh, Blinda Carlisle. Or Why? Brandy Carlisle, sorry. Why? Because um, they love songwriter vibes, like, mm. uh, like Brandy. And, mm. like, Brandy is, like, most... Is like a lot of artists' favorite artist. What did she sing? I forgot. Girl, I don't remember. Is it? Um, I don't know her. Is it "Show Me Heaven" or something, or is that a different one? Oh, sure. I know she is. I know she is. She sings. Oh no. Oh yeah, I remember we met. <laughs> yeah, I know who she is. I know who she is. But I don't follow her. I. Yeah, and I cannot tell you a song that she sings. Same. But I do know. Yeah, but I know who she is. I've seen her perform. Like she's. Yeah. Lovely girl. I'm sure. But uh, but Lovely doesn't sell records, always. No, but she doesn't really need to because everyone else looks up to her. Nice. She's that lovely. <laughs> That's all she needs. She needs a validation, and she tours well. <laughs> she's able to. She's like played the Hollywood Bowl a couple of times. Like she's like she can tour. And that's where she makes her money. You don't need record sales anymore. I mean, that's true. You used that's so true. You used to tour to support an album. Now you release an album to support a tour. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, 
but yeah and then another sample is on bling bling which was released this week mm-hmm. and it's um oh god i can never remember it samples samples the same song as um <clears throat> i'll take it's Hmm? Is that is that who it is? Altego. I believe so. Yes. Um. Dun, dun, it sounds like Crazy Frog, but I know that's not it. That's it that. is. It is. It, that's yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah. Oh, so that, that's the song, right? Okay. You see, if you tell me names, I have to listen to this song. Yes. But yeah, I've I've listened. It to is Axel Yeah. Do you um, like it? And so it samples that like I. I do love an old sample like that. And like, yeah, I feel like chance is like really coming back generally, which that's not chance. I know that just, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but like better off alone. Um, and also, uh, miracle. Um, fragma. What? Fragma. I need a miracle. I need a... Is that what no. you're saying? What miracle? Uh, Calvin and Nelly. Oh, the new Mabel. one! Sorry, I thought you yes. were talking about a sample. Yeah, yeah, that's no. of course that's on my list as well. Yeah, I I always love a, a collaboration between the two of them. So no matter what they release, I'm gonna listen to it. Yeah, Miracle was. And good, I've though. like, yeah, and I've like actually been really enjoying her like, the singles off her new album. <clears throat> she, I don't know what's like not clicking with her right now. She's not just her. A lot of people sometimes they release. Uh, from a certain point, they have to either be to change their image or they have to release something really good. I mean, she's 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 good enough, but she's not the best. You know, honestly, I think part of it is ageism because I remember like that. Of course, Nicole Scherzinger's second album flopped in the UK because BBC Radio One refused to play her music. And you know what? That's that's my favorite album. Is that the one with On the Rocks and Your yeah. Love? Yeah. I love that album. Um, Your Love is so good. Yeah. It was a uh, Dark Child, right? Yeah. And the video is filmed at Mat- El Matador Beach in Malibu, which is really pretty. Nice. Um, yeah. When I was uh, when I was interning at a bottled water company in college, uh, we shot a promo there. It was really pretty. I was very excited. In Malibu. Do you um, know what? I, I, I'm going to go to Malibu at some point. Well, I've been, but what's in Malibu apart from uh, nice beaches and obviously houses? Nothing. Right. That's what I mean. It's very residential, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I mean, there are some, like, higher-end restaurants. I think Nobu's out there. Nobu, yeah. 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 But, I mean, if you're going to go to, like, a restaurant, like, overlooking the ocean, you can just go to Mastro's on the beach, which is, like, on PCH, not too far north of uh, Ginger Rogers Beach. I always go to you, to, to you for advice, don't I? Every time I want to go to California. <laughs> Um, um, it used to be called the Chart House, yeah. But and it was where I went for my 18th birthday dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, but that closed, sad. But it's like a gorgeous location, and like yeah. it's just huge windows overlooking. Although, you know, there are places that you need to go in the city. You need to go to Perch. You need to go to Yamashiro. Like, um, Eva Longoria had a restaurant called Besso. Is that still open? Celebrity restaurants do not do very well in LA. Yeah, they don't last long usually, do they? Well, Robert, no. Ro- well, uh, Nobu is um, is it Al Pacino's or Robert De Niro's? One of those. Or he is a partner. So. I think so. Um, <clears throat> but I have never heard of it. Um, I think so. I don't know. But um, you know I. Yeah. So anyway, Malibu. Yeah. It's pretty. Um, yeah. but that's really about it. Um, I mean, like, it's not even, like, a really fun place to go to the beach. It's just so... I mean, I, I was there, and I, I prefer Venice Beach, if you ask me. Uh, but I the like sand... The sand in Malibu is very, very rocky. Yeah, it is. It's not super pleasant. It um, is. I wasn't able to skimboard. I was very upset. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sure you got over it. Um... um. I mean, it was ten years ago, so I think we're fine now. But yeah, eventually. <laughs> so Miracle was good. You like you like the song with Ellie Goulding, right? Of course, I love Ellie Goulding. I've loved Ellie Goulding since uh, Outside. Starry-eyed. Oh, everybody's starry-eyed. 
Yeah. I believe I ordered her album on Amazon from the UK before it was released here. Yeah. You've always Um, been a fan of the UK music. I know. Yeah. I'm like, my music has always been very international. Like my chasing music has always Mm -hmm. been international. And it Um, still is, like UK pop uh, being the latest. And like I like a lot of Latin music as well, though I don't think there are any lot there's any Latin music on here. Do you know when you go to the gym? I just want to ask you because you know I always look for inspiration because my, my I listen to the cheesiest pop ever, but I also listen to I listen to a bit of everything really. But what do you listen to in the gym usually? K-pop. Just so cheesy as well. K-pop and <laughs> but... dance music. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, just, just I to know. need energy. Yeah. Energy same. Will, energy same. Keeps me. Yeah. Because otherwise, I'm just sort of like. So I, I just get a bit demotivated if it's if the beat is not like always up, you know. Yeah. No, that's. Yeah, I can't. It has to be. It has to be upbeat for me. Because like yeah, I can't even listen to like. I can't even listen to like a lot of hip hop in the gym. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's not. I need like a certain tempo and mm-hmm. it's just not giving <laughs> same same and even even when the songs are upbeat and then sometimes you know in the middle of the song it just goes really yeah. slow i don't like that either no i don't like that either no oh well that's good to know i'm gonna follow you on um, I, you have spotify now you have no choice but you have spotify because of your podcast right no i don't use spotify why not? i have an account i have a free account but i yeah no because apple music and like most of the other people that I have on the sh- on the podcast also use Apple Music. Is it added from the US? Added from the US. Yeah, I think from that, that makes sense. Yeah, but Spotify um, is also American, no? What? Spotify is it American? Spotify? Yeah. Swedish. That's why <laughs> it's all explained then, because you guys. Th- um, well, I mean, you guys think Apple Music is the best, but I don't think it is. I like the. I prefer the interface. I don't like Spotify. But that's why Spotify is the best. No, Spotify. Really? It gives me anxiety. It why? feels like an Android phone. I feel the same way about Apple Music. The playlists are crap. Oh, um, they used to be when I was when I used it. I'm not sure about now. Um. <laughs> I love that you shrugged. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> no, I don't. I like the interface on Apple Music. Um. Maybe they've changed. It's a little bit more intuitive, which is, that's like, that's like Apple's whole thing. It was like intuitive design that you don't really have to like work to understand. You don't Um, think Spotify is like that? No. Okay. I have a really hard time navigating Spotify. Okay. No, that's fair enough. It's probably the, the, our learning system. That's, that's more than fair. Okay. Um, Can I ask about, you know, go on. Sorry, go on. So, but back to music. <laughs> um, also, okay, there are two more songs that I really, really need to bring up. Um, Khalid's, uh, Khalid's um, collaboration <laughs> with... No, no. P-N-A-U. Oh, yeah. I call it... I, I, I don't, I don't pronounce the P. I think they, they did a really no. good song with Elvis, but yeah, I don't pronounce the P. Yeah, I'm obsessed with The Hard Way. Like, I listened to that. I'm still listening to that. And it was released towards the beginning of the month. Like, I am obsessed with that song. Is that your current favorite? Um, I think Kitsch might be, but... Okay, <laughs> oh, yeah, of course, Kitsch. Um, Kitsch, 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 <laughs> Kitsch, Kitsch. Um, also, there are apparently six that. members in that group, and... um. <laughs> Listening to listening to the song, I can only count five. Um, no, Deadass, they only gave one girl one line. Do you know what? It, like, are they face value? Is, is one of them like face value? They don't really have to sing. No, she's one of the main vocalists. And she got one line. And like on their B-sides, she gets like... Everything. Sometimes <laughs> the most lines. I, and I think she had the most lines in their debut. That's so wrong, isn't but, it? But like... We've now gotten to her only getting one line. And then Flower by Jisoo was released on Friday. Jisoo of Blackpink. Also, the music video was filmed in LA and it was filmed at the Biltmore and on the Universal lot. Yeah? Yeah. 
How far are you from I'm there? I'm obsessed with it. Universal? Hmm. Ten minutes. So, I'm going to stay in, uh, you know, Beverly Laurel. So, it's gonna, that's yeah. Beverly Hills, West Hollywood. So, because I want... How far is that from places like Malibu and places around there? Calabasas and stuff. Is it far? An hour. An hour? I'll drive, yeah. sorry. With traffic. We don't... We don't go to Malibu. There's a reason that we don't go to Malibu and Cal- or Calabasas super mm-hmm. often. There's nothing it's there. It's not super pleasant. Really? No, it's there's no reason to. Well, A, Calabasas is just like residential. Okay. And B, like Malibu, I mean, people will go out there for like dinners and stuff, but like, okay, that's really it. And it's mostly, yeah. part of the reason that like celebrity, a lot of celebrities live out there is because it's isolated. And they're not bothered by us. Okay. And they're also typically not driving themselves into the city for work. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, most like jobs will have like a car service for you. So there's no, they don't have to really worry about that. They just sort of get in the car and go. I know they have um, their own supermarket uh, or grocery store, as you call it, um, in Beverly Hills. Because I, I I was the, that typical tourist that you hate, so I went on a on a tour with with a, with a guide and and she told us that she said this is a supermarket where celebrities tend to come, but they're not open to the public. I was like, oh okay. Was it Bristol Farms? I don't remember. I really don't remember. I think it was all white um, outside on the outside. That's in Beverly Hills. Okay. Near Hollywood. I, I also don't go to Beverly Hills. I hate Beverly Hills. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Um. It's too sanitized. It feels like LA yeah. for people who can't handle LA. I always tell people like, this. What? I always tell people this, what you just said. Yeah. But you can see and the contrast. Like, you can, and I think it's it feels too artificial. It doesn't feel lived in. And it's like very like Edward Scissorhands kind of uh, yeah. neighborhood. Yeah. Well, wait, it and is. Like, it is. There are, I mean, it's mostly like offices, and then the food in Beverly Hills isn't great either. Really? Like, if you want, like, if you want, like, good food, because Beverly Hills tries too hard to be other cities. It tries too hard to, like, have that sort of traditional dining experience, and that's not where LA excels. Uh, Okay. So you end up with, like, a second-rate version of something that you wanted, that you would probably get in, like, New York or London or, Mm -hmm. not London, London, the food in London is still shit. Um... (laughs) Do you know? No, but, but we have more more restaurants now. We have more restaurants in Seoul. You, have, you also Garden. have really good Caribbean food and really good Indian food. Yeah, yeah, we do, we do. Um, but I mean, I still there's my cousin's favorite restaurant is a Squeak restaurant on South Bank, like uh, down towards like uh, mm-hmm. the Globe. Mm-hmm. I did not know it was possible to make a flavorless um, falafel. Flavorless. <laughs> I didn't know that was possible, because like garbanzo beans, like the beans that they use, uh, they have flavor, but somehow they suck all the flavor out of them. I too. know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not my favorite. And it's my cousin's either. favorite, and I'm like, what are we doing? We're eating mush, like. <laughs> but I mean, like I said, like perched, the food is okay. It's French food, but it overlooks the city. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You have um, Yamashiro, where the food is like actually pretty good, but it's kind of a weird menu. It's like a weird Japanese-American fusion, okay. where there are some Japanese dishes and some mm-hmm. very American dishes and really nothing in between. Um, What's a very American dish? Like like uh, grills and stuff? Or... No, I mean, just sort of white people food. It's not super different. Got it. Okay. Meat and potatoes of some sort. Um... I'm with you. But, uh, you know, Yamashiro or, um, I don't know where else to send you that's, like, cool. Because, like... No, you, you are, to be honest, you, you, you've you given me, a, like, an extensive list and I will go through all, every single one of them before I travel. Trust me, I'm, I'm already too giddy about my holiday. Um, and then you honestly, have you been to Abbot Kinney? I don't think so. You need to go to Abbot Kinney. I've been to Glendale. I went to, what's that restaurant called? I... Uh, uh. What? You've been to Glendale? <laughs> yeah, I've been to. I drove there. 
I don't even go to Glendale. I know, but you know, I was like, let's try Glendale because I saw it on the map and I thought, let's let's go somewhere different that's not too touristy. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's a reason it's not too touristy. And what's it called? Because I went to the Olive Garden. There. there you go. I had a massive salad bowl. That's all I can say. Miguel, um, because uh, yeah, your friend is allergic to fish, so yeah. A lot of the restaurants, that, a lot of like the higher end restaurants that I know are yeah, sushi. seafood based. I mean, you can eat prawns, but he's he's only allergic to fish, not uh seafood. I don't think. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's like like deadly allergic though. Even if you cook yeah. in the same pan, he needs to have his happy pen with him. Yeah. So, and I mean, like, there's not a lot of fish at any of the... Oh, there is a lot of fish at Yamashiro, but, like, not, like, a lot, a lot. Okay. Not, not, like, you need to be worried. I'm going to go to Korean town, um, like you su- suggested. I'm going to go to... Yeah. I'm going to go there. I think that's where I'm going to have the, mo- the most delicious food. You need to go to just, like, the diviest Korean barbecue place yeah, you can find. Yeah. I will, I will. Um, got that kimchi. Um, But... <laughs> <laughs> I love Koreatown. Koreatown is probably my favorite part of LA. Nice. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm sure. I'm, I've not been, so I'm sure I'm gonna. And I've been there three times to LA. To food. A lot anyway. of food, good coffee. Hmm. Hmm. A lot gonna... of food, good. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, but yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Also, just real quick, let's talk about Heart Attack, the rock version. Yes. Let's talk about that, please. I have I have several questions like ask me one why for what for whom and for what reason that I like the song no but why did she release this uh, I told you before um, before we start recording this I think it's because she, she now she's trying to to lean towards rock because she released a rock album I believe and now and now she's trying to like uh. I want to say like Taylor Swift when she released like Red by Taylor or something. And I think it's kind of more like a personal because that's what she likes. Demi, Demi Lovato or Demi Lovato likes rock music. Okay, but also there's maybe a little bit more guitar. There's a little bit heavier guitar, and that's really it. It's the same song. It's not that deep. Like that's my question. That's <laughs> yeah, but that's that, the, that's, that's the song so of the confused. week for me. That's the song that I like. I like because I, I liked the original. In, in all seriousness, I yeah. liked the original, and I liked and I like rock as well. So I thought it was a good fusion. It actually goes well for me. Demi remains her best album. Is that the one with uh, conf- confidence? No. No, that song was trash. It, I, I think it was we're far okay. removed that we can Not my call, that we can talk about the fact that it was trash. trash. It was a garbage song. Um, well, no, because it sounded like it belonged in 2009. What was she doing? Yeah, I wasn't that impressed, but I, I thought it was okay. Confident, yeah. Um, and the rest of that, I just I couldn't get through that album. But Demi is the one with Heart Attack on it. Yeah, and it's the one with um with, with the song really that oh yeah I always listen to that song in the gym and the one with Cheryl Lloyd. I really I think that's my favorite Demi Lovato. Also Cheryl Lloyd, they did her dirty. Yeah, like 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 everybody else on the X Factor. Apparently there was going to be a documentary out, but I'm still yet to see when that that thing is out. Well, because Rebecca Ferguson in particular from Series Seven. Yeah. Is over it, and it's really fun to see. Have you seen her TikToks? <laughs> the TikToks? Yeah. Rebecca Ferguson's I've not TikToks. seen the TikToks. Oh, go, go, on, go and have a look. You'll be entertained. Not just her. Uh, all of them. Do you, do you remember the, the pink yeah. impersonator? Kitty Weasel? Weasel? No. No, 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 no. Uh, I forgot her name. Ooh. She's on, she's also on TikTok. I think I followed her. She's a, she she went to audition, audition um, and the producers asked her, because she's a pink impersonator, or used to be. So, and the producers asked her to sing pink, and she she didn't want it. She wanted to sing something else. I think an original song. Anyway, so she sang a pink uh, song, not very well. And then obviously yeah. the judges uh, like berated her, and she said, "But you asked me to to sing this," and they said, "No, we didn't." And then she she was like smashing the mic on the floor. She was like cursing at them. Remember? I remember that now. But now she's she she. she I mean, we all know that it was that was, again reality TV that was heavily produced. Yeah, that was another victim. Yeah, you know, we 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 had a conversation on uh, Miguel's podcast called Wine and Dine um, about 
He's excited that I finally plugged it. Anyway. Um... Wow, you've not plugged it enough. I mean, I've plugged yours for like 10 times. Not that I'm counting. Um, sorry, what were you saying? Well, I'll be sharing yours on my Twitter where I have more followers than you, so it's fine. I knew um, I liked you. I knew I liked you. Go on. But uh, they, uh, no, there's like a, we were talking about how like heavily produced Drag Race is. Um, so, I mean, X Factor yeah. is heavily, all reality TV is heavily produced. Yeah. You can't just like put shit on. True. Unless it's the real world season one. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway. Yeah. We uh, talked about music for about five minutes and everything else for about an hour. <laughs> That's the beauty of Miguel from Wine and Dine, available on Spotify. Also, the that's also the uh, the beauty of me being mildly hypomanic right now. I can't keep on ta- I can't keep on task. I'm bipolar, by the way. Just throwing that out there. Um, and my hypomania a lot of times looks like um, ADHD. Well. <laughs> You are but who you are. Thank you for listening, and thank you for joining me, Miguel. It's been a pleasure. You know, you know, you can always have me on. Um, always happy to see you and to talk to you. Likewise, and I get to see you in what two, three weeks? Yeah, less than a month. Yeah, I'll yes. be there. But make yourself available, please. Are you actually free in the evening? Um, it honestly really depends. If I get booked, yeah. I don't know. Like, it could be like a four-hour day, an eight-hour day, or a fourteen-hour day. I have, I have no idea until I get Oh, uh, okay. And you'll be you'll be tired after, of course. Um, I will, you know, I'll block off Monday and Tuesday for you because I do want to go to a drag show with you. Nice. Um, Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Where are we going? Are we going Mickey's or are we going somewhere else? Yeah. So we'll go to Mickey's and then we'll go to, um, they have a drag show at Rocco's afterwards sometimes on uh, Makeout Mondays with uh, Ray Latre. Yeah, yeah, of course. That's Willem's friend. Is that the is that the one where they they view Drag Race episodes? Rockers. No, because oh. it's Monday. So how uh, did did you do that on a weekend or? Friday when uh, it airs. Okay, cool. Um, are you going to be in Vegas for a weekend? I'm going to be in Vegas. Yeah, I'm going to be in Vegas from you... the twenty seventh until the thirtieth, when I'm back to to LA airport. Um. Let me see what days those are. What day of the week? 27th through the 30th? Mm-hmm. Okay, so go to Prana on Friday night to do the yeah, Drag Race viewing. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. It's Drag Race will be over by then. So next Friday is a reunion. 14th is... So go to Prana. Okay, I will. Um, I will. I've I'll spoke to someone who used to work there. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll text you where else to go afterwards. Okay, anyway. Thank you for listening. And um, join me again next week for another episode. And thank you for joining me, Miguel, again. Thank you. I always love having you. Likewise. All right. Bye. Bye.